أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد All praises due to Almighty Allah, the Lord of Incomparable Majesty. I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu is his messenger and the final prophet that was sent to mankind. I pray that Allah continue to share his peace, mercy and blessings on the best of mankind, Muhammad sallallahu the members of his household, his companions and every one of us who are treading his path until the end of time. I pray that Allah teach us what will benefit us, benefit us from the things that he has taught us and increase us all in knowledge. Amin Ya Rabbil Alameen. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Inshallah this morning, I would like to share with you some of the things or one of the key things that I do when I'm going through stress or when I'm faced with matters that causes me stress or anxiety and how I use this to deal with that situation so that I can be relieved of my stress and hopefully when you listen to this and you try to implement the thing that I share here inshallah that will help you to also relieve whatever is causing you uh, relieve you of your stress and anxiety and let go of the things that is causing you that stress and anxiety. And by sharing this, this is not a one uh, key to all, but it's one of the things that I do. And inshallah, uh, I'll be sharing them one after the other. And this is in no way uh, trying to undermine what professional help can do when dealing with stress or anxiety. So if you have serious stress and anxiety issue i will also recommend that you see professionals uh, medical professionals that can help you to deal with it alongside with doing this because this is more of a spiritual thing that will do to bring about a relief of our stress and anxiety especially if it has not gone beyond uh, what you are capable of and it's not causing you uh devastating health uh, matters so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Baqarah Quran 2 ayah 155 he says and we will surely test you with something of fear hunger and loss of wealth and lives and fruits but give glad tidings to the patient from this ayah we can see that Allah is guaranteeing that he will definitely test us which means that every single one of us there's none of us that is immune from being tried and we know that trials devastation calamities are the things that bring about stress and anxiety things that is causing us um, distress something that we fear maybe something that is about to happen most most of the time we're, we're afraid of the things that have not happened yet and when they happen, we now become either uh, distressed about 
what has happened or worried about it. And these are the things that will lead us when they continue to pile up things that leads to stress. So here Allah is guaranteeing that he will definitely test us with the things that will cause fear. And he will test us with hunger. He will test us with lust of properties, lust of life, fruits. So bottom line is, we'll, at some point in life, we will experience these emotions. Whether is it fear, things that is causing you to fear. Am I going to get that job? Am I going to lose my job? Will I lose my home? Will I lose my child? Will I lose this? Will I lose that? Uh, will I get this? Will I get that? Those things are there to cause fear. And then you look at hunger too, especially the time we, we're passing through now with the COVID teen and the loss of job, people are out of work and there's, they, know, they don't have enough to provide for their family. The children, children are hungry. Around the world, you see a lot of hungry people. Lost of wealth. People have lost their means of incomes. People have lost their wealth to maybe uh, natural occurrences or l due to investment or things like that. A lot of things have happened and lost of life. People have lost loved ones. Every now and then people are losing loved ones, families, friends, colleagues, people are dying. And the fruits of one's labor, things like that. So at some point in life, every single one of us will test fair. We will definitely, Allah says he will definitely test us with things that will cause all these emotions. And then, but he said, give light tidings to the patient one. So that means after all this loss, some people, some group of people still get to get the good news of black tidings. They're still going to get a good news that, yeah, yes, you have gone through this, but there's something good. There's good in it for you. So when we are experiencing all these emotions, you find all these things are happening. It leads to agitation. It leads to stress. And depending on sometimes one is going through, you're going through one thing and before it, you see the end of it, another comes in before you see the end of that. So it's one thing of stress to another, one thing of stress to another. And it's causing so much anxiety. And sometimes you're like, there's nothing else to do, but there's no way to go. Every road is blocked. How then do you get out of this? So when I find myself in this stressful situation i do a lot of there are some things that i do and this is in no particular order but one of the foremost things that i do is my thought about allah well, how do i put this yes this is happening to me but what is my thought about Allah? Because as Muslims, we believe nothing happens to us except by the will of Allah. So if Allah is allowing this to happen to me, what is my thought about Allah? And that is where the beginning of the, excuse me, the beginning of the healing begins. Because once it happened, it is the thing, the, what you think about Allah that will now impact how you react. And my first thought of Allah is, if Allah has permitted this to happen to me, then there must be good in it for me. That means think well of Allah. Think well, think positively. Think, have a good expectation from Allah. Think well of Allah. So if Allah allows it, because whatever happens is not without the knowledge of Allah, 
everything happens with the knowledge and permission of Allah. So you lose your job is with the knowledge and permission of Allah. You lost your child is the knowledge and permission of Allah. You lost your parents, you lost your home is the knowledge and permission of Allah. And having that happen to you, what thoughts then do you have of Allah? Sometimes when we deal with each other and somebody causes you to lose something or causes you pain, we always think that person has bad intention or they, they, mean, they don't mean well for us. But when this happens and it's in relationship, now it's Allah that has allowed it to happen. How, how do we think of Allah? So here, the first thing you need to do is to reshape your thoughts of Allah and think well of Allah. This has happened because Allah knows there is good in it for me. Maybe if I had not lost that job, something would have happened that would cost me something that is more devastating than just losing the job. Maybe if this had not happened, that would have happened that would cost me something that is a lot more that will cost me a lot more hardship than what I'm going through right now. So that is my one of the first things that I do when things like that happen. But of course, Rasulullah did say to us, and uh, sorry, in the Quran, Allah says to us, those, a continuation of the verse that I, I, I recited earlier and I was translating, which is, and we surely, we will surely test you with something of fear and hunger and loss of wealth and lives and fruits. But give glad tidings to the patient who, when disaster strikes them, say, indeed we belong to Allah and indeed to him we will return. So the minute disaster strikes, the first thing we're supposed to say is inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. To Allah we belong and to him we will return. Then along with that, we have a good expectation of Allah. Think well of Allah. And how do you, for you to think well of Allah, you need to know who Allah is. We need to be convinced and understand who Allah is. If you think Allah says in the hadith, it says, I am as my servant think of me. So if we think Allah is a generous God, we will meet a generous God. If we think it's a merciful God, we'll meet a merciful God. Whatever thoughts that we have on Allah is what we'll get in return. So when calamities happen and immediately you say, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun, don't just say it because that is what we're supposed to say, but say with enough conviction, say with every being in you, and then have a good thought of Allah, that Allah has allowed this to happen, not because he hates me, not because he wants to punish me, not because he wants to disgrace me, but because there is something good in it for me. And to, in order for us to have understand who Allah is, so that we can have a good thought of Allah, we need to begin to know Allah through his names and attributes. Through the Quran, what Allah tells us about himself in the Quran. Through the words of the Prophet So that means we need to constantly read the Quran to understand who Allah is, understand some of the hadiths that Professor Islam talked about Allah and also constantly, constantly remember Allah. Like Allah says that we should remember him in the morning and the evening. He says in so many verses of the Quran and one of them is Quran 76, Ayah 25, where Allah says, and glorify the name of your Lord 
morning and evening. So we constantly remember Allah so that and constantly read the Quran, understand the names and attributes of Allah so we can know who Allah is. Knowing who Allah is will make it easy for us to be able to see, to have a good expectation because when we understand who Allah is, then it is easy for us to have a good expectation of Allah. And in trying to understand who Allah is, we're reading the Quran, we're remembering Allah all the time. These are the, some of the things that will bring calmness to us. So in trying to link with Allah, Allah will also relieve us of our stress. Because Allah says in uh, Surah Al-Rod, Ayah 13, Quran 13, Ayah 28, where Allah says, those who believe and those and whose hearts find comfort in the remembrance of Allah. Surely in the remembrance of Allah do the heart find comfort. And what is it about stress relief? It's about our heart finding comfort. If you, the only reasons why we're so stressed is because the heart is stressed. The heart is not stressed. But when we con begin to read the Quran, begin to remember Allah, read the Quran, reflect upon its meaning, do our daily recitation in the morning and in the evening trying to remember Allah. Allah says in the remembrance of Allah does the heart find peace. And once your heart find peace, then your stress level begins to go down. So in essence, in trying to understand who Allah is, through remembering Allah and recitation of the Quran, our heart will begin to find peace. You immediately begin to get solution to what the things that is causing you stress. You begin to get a solution to your uh, matters that are causing you to be anxious, that's causing you distress, and your stress level will go down. And I hope that Allah make this a beneficial talk, that you benefit from what I have said. Even though I don't want to make this very long, I just want to say, uh, want to take it one at a time so that we can have enough time to put this into use. The whole essence of this is so we can use them, not just listen to them, but put them into use. Get used to doing these things. It's one at a time. It's a process, but we have to take them one at a time. It's a step. So once something like Allah says, when disasters strike, they say, Immediately you say that, be convinced of what you're saying and have a good expectation of Allah. And how do you have a good expectation of Allah? You run to the things that will make you understand Allah. Begin to learn about the names and attributes of Allah. And when you're using, you understand the names of attributes of Allah, when things are causing you distress, you can always go back and take any of the names that is related to what you're dealing with. Call Allah by those names and Allah says, to Allah belongs the most beautiful of names. Call him using them. So we invoke Allah using his name. But if we don't understand the names, we don't know what we're talking, how will we know which name to invoke? So going back to Allah, remembering Allah, recitation of the Quran, knowing who Allah is, is also a means for us to that will relieve us of our stress. And I pray that Allah relieve every one of us of the th things that are causing us stress and anxiety. May Allah ease our fears in this life and the next. And may Allah grant us ease. May Allah grant us ease. May Allah grant us ease. Jazakumullah khairan. This has been Railu from TranquilityHub.com and uh, we're helping each other to rediscover 
do you in you. Jazakumullah khairan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.